Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is September 14th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motivitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use, or by visiting motivitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years' worth of archives. We love having you on live, though. Um, and, uh, you know, just to have the, the conversation and participation and, and all of that. Um, Jen's not going to be joining us today. She is she is uh, representing at the Eastern Water Quality Association. So if anybody is, is there, please say hi. Stop by the booth. Um, we have uh, uh, several of our sponsors there as well for the installer training facility, um, which, uh, you know, Nelson is there, Pro Products, um, Britta is there. So, um, stop by and, and talk to those those individuals as well. Um, wanted to uh, speaking of of uh, the training facility, we do have space available for our three day class, which begins. That, that's a three day class. Uh, there's one day of virtual there that begins October fourth, and uh, and then the on site version of that is October 9th through 11th. So three days, it's a little shorter course. Um, we have a couple spaces available left on that. If you have any questions, please let us know. Um, it's a good time. So uh, I'm going to start the call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, is there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that is worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or anything we can help you with? Anybody? You know, right before we came on, I was talking about uh, doing a kayak trip down the Manistee River. We did about 70 miles this last weekend. Um, it, it was actually, that's the second weekend I've been on a river in a kayak this uh, um, this year, which is crazy because the first part of the year I was hardly out at all on a kayak. But the one thing that I noticed on both rivers, uh, less so on the Manistee, though there were sections still, uh, but all over the Huron River, which is in, in southeast Michigan, um, there were signs that I was that I was seeing pretty much, you know, consistently that really are relevant to our industry. Um, anybody want to guess what those signs were? Any guesses? What signs would I see on a river that made me think about the importance of our industry? Um, maybe not polluting signs? Yeah, well, yeah, there's those. Um, but the ones that I kept seeing were do not eat the fish. Do not eat the fish. And oh, I, it was, you know, they're, the Huron River especially, they're all over the place. But it's because um, – so the Manistee, I only saw two of those. Um, Manistee is through National Forest, and, and it runs a lot faster, and, and you don't have nearly as much industry upstream as you do on the Huron. But the Huron River, everywhere, it says, catch and release, do not eat the fish, do not eat the fish. And they um, – huge, high levels of PFAS in, in the uh, – in the Huron River, and it's such a shame because it's such a beautiful river. You kayak down it; it's it's um, 
just very, it's just splendid. But it's, uh, um, those signs are popping up all over our waterways, all over our rivers. Anybody else been out, out in the water and seen that or noticed that in your areas? I know, uh, just, um, it just, it just struck me as a little, little interesting. So, well, uh, I have a topic. Kid, Go ahead. To Go ahead, fish in that river all the time. What was that? I said, when, when I was a kid, we used to fish in the Manistee River all the time. Yeah. Well, the Huron as well, you know, that's, I mean, it, that's popped up just in the last, um, you know, less than 10 years, you know, I, I, so and the Manistee is, is, you know, not nearly as bad. I will tell you the Manistee was, was very fast and very high this week. It was crazy, but, but yeah, yeah. it was kind of interesting um, to see those signs in certain areas. So, all right. Well, we have a topic today and I'm going to try something here and see if, see if this, uh, as we introduce our topic, uh, unless anybody else has anything, anybody else have anything they want to, any questions or thoughts? Okay. So let's see if I can do this. I'm going to try, try and do this little thing here. So hang on a second. Let's see if I can make this happen. This would be kind of fun. Wait a minute. No, wrong one. Hang on. It was... Um, nope, not that one. I just just had it a second ago. <laughs> nope, not that one. Hey, God. Sorry, sorry, guys. I just had it. I got it. What makes you think it was blind, sir? Not, not that one. Hang on. <laughs> just had it right here. This is going to be fun. Okay, let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, hang on. Where is it? Fine. All right. Here. This is it. This is it. You want? Um, okay. Here. Wait. Wait. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, listen. There's one other thing I wanted to ask you about. going to be wrong because there's probably people on this call that go Columbo what the heck is Columbo Columbo was a show that aired mostly in the 70s uh, some in the 80s uh, starring a guy named Peter Falk and he was a, a detective very disheveled detective wore a wrinkled uh, overcoat all the time his pants were always wrinkled and very disheveled um, always carried around a mostly unlit cigar, um, and his and he, and he was he was a homicide detective, 
And uh, the shows were always great because you always had these really arrogant, stuck-up people who murdered somebody and then, um, you know, thought that they were way smarter and, and, uh, and you know, thought that they were getting away with it. And Columbo would come in and he would just subtly ask them some questions. But his famous line was, oh, and just one more thing, just one more thing. So in that clip that I played there, there were actually a couple things besides the just one more thing there's another common line that he says, I wonder if you could help me with something. If you could, could I, could I ask you one thing or maybe you could help me with something that I'm, I'm having trouble with or that I'm struggling with. So how is that relevant? First off, let's see. Anybody else ever watch Columbo here? Or, or is this, is this a show that only I watch? <laughs> I love Columbo. They uh, yeah, Columbo's great. Who else? Who else? Anybody else see Columbo? There's anybody never. Is there anybody on the call that has no clue who Peter Falk or Columbo was? No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, Kelly. Yeah, sure. The Paul, I know who Columbo is, of course. Patty loves Columbo, by the way. Yeah. So so why is that relevant on a call? You know that when we're talking about sales and management and stuff like that, what do we? What's what would be the Columbo method? What do you guys think? I think uh, we've all come across the uh, the prospect that knows more than you do. Um, okay, good. That's a good at least one. Yeah. He thinks, at least he thinks he knows more than you do. Um, and that's something that you've got to read real early in the appointment, and you've almost got to um, make it think that it's their idea um, to yeah. get your point across. Yeah, I would say that's definitely true. That's that's definitely, absolutely. What else? So I I would submit to you guys that Columbo is – that watching – any pick one. I mean, I have my favorites, but they're all basically the same template. Pick any Columbo episode that's out there, and I think that you would find some excellent sales training, just some really excellent sales training. And there's a couple things about Columbo that you can really learn from. First off, he observes. Okay, when the first part of the episode, he goes in and he's looking around, and he's observing. And, and he's kind of nonchalant. He's not really in your face about it. He doesn't, he doesn't always point out all of his observations. In fact, sometimes when he's observing one thing, he'll, he'll kind of point out something else. In fact, the clip that I just played, uh, he, you know, there was a picture right there. And in the middle of his question, you know, in the middle, he says, just one more thing. I was wondering if you could help me with something. Uh, you know what? That's a beautiful picture. I've been looking at that picture for, you know, 12 years. He was a fan. It was an actress that he was a fan of, you know, and he was, I, I love that picture. That's, that's, uh, that's such a great picture. Anyway, I was wondering if you could help me with, with this one thing. You know, where might I find such and such? You know, and, and, and he, he does, so he points out, he's observing He's noticing things, but he's talking about other things. You know, he's building rapport. 
Um, very subtle, very nonchalant, not high pressure at all. Let's people open up that they're, so they're not on defense. Um, can you guys think of times where, or think of, think of examples of where you might do that in the home or when you're dealing with a customer? Um, Scott, your example, you know, you're, you're talking about, those those arrogant people who think that they know more than they do. You're absolutely. I I honestly hadn't thought about that as part of a Colombo uh, similarity, but it's true. A lot of times we go out there and we have those customers with their arms crossed and their, you know, their body language is just clearly showing that they think that we're just a typical yuck yuck salesperson that is going to feed them a line of bull, and they clearly know more than we do because they read their Google pages, right? So you're right about about that there there are those similarities but what about the you know the observation the subtle observations where might we find some subtle observations that um you know and and where might we do our detective work without necessarily immediately pointing out what we're discovering to the customer Any thoughts? You guys with me? Yeah, repeat the question. <laughs> Did I stump you? So so what about you know, what about when we go in and we're observing I mean, I don't know if you guys do this, but do you when you walk in the home, are you looking at the types of appliances they have? Oh, you know, what, yeah. What's that? If they have Appliances, if they have smart appliances. Yeah. I, if they've got that refrigerator with the computer screen on it, I'm yeah. showing them yeah. efficiency with Wi-Fi and a heartbeat. Right. You've got that. That's and But do you point that out, Stacey, when you go in and you see that refrigerator with the smart screen on it, do you immediately say, oh, you have a refrigerator with the smart screen? Am I, do I have something you're going to love? Or do, do, do you chalk that up and sort of wait and, until, until the end? You know, toward I'll when you're kind of talking about it. And ask them what they like about it. And you do that right away when you see it? Typically when we're, because we're going to be in the kitchen, we're going to, yeah. after, we're going to be doing the water testing and during the casual conversation, I'll normally yeah. bring that up. Like, oh, that's really nice. What do you like about it? Sure. So that's, that's good. So I will tell you that Colombo might wait to talk about it. Yes. He might make the observation knowing, you know, learning something about that customer and waiting kind of towards the, towards the end. And that's, that's something, it's the Colombo method. It's not necessarily the absolute, you know, the way of doing it, but this is what, what I think is really interesting about the Colombo method, right? Is he makes the observations. And if you ever watch the show, Paul, you said you've, you've watched it quite a bit. You'll see that he rarely, he asks a lot of questions at the beginning, and that's the biggest thing, right, is that he'll go in and he'll just ask some light questions. He'll investigate. He'll kind of look around a little bit. Um, and, but then he, uh, you know, he never really gives a lot of information at the beginning. He's just asking the questions. It's only at the very end that you realize that the questions that he asked were relevant to, you know, to, to um, the solution to the, you know, to the puzzle, to the, to the mystery, to the homicide. And so 
Um, so observation, what are some other ways? So maybe appliances, what are some other things that you can see, you know, that you might observe that you, you wait to, towards the end to talk about? Coffee makers. Coffee makers. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. So or, they have or, coffee makers. Good. What else? So are you guys doing – I wonder if anybody on this call looks in the back of toilets. Does anybody look in the back of toilets ever? I do on well water. On well water, yeah. Anybody else look on to, in toilets? How do you do that, by the way? How do you get – this is an awkward question, isn't it? Like, can I go look at your toilet? <laughs> you know, it's right. But how do you do it? Had anybody else look at toilets? Uh, on well water, Kelly, right? I'm sorry, go ahead, Scott. What? On well water, Scott, and what did you say, Paul? I was just saying it depends. It depends yeah. on what they're telling me they're getting for symptoms. If it's not clear yeah. cut and you're digging a little more, then absolutely. Because you, know, yeah. you guys know, right, unless you're OCD, most people aren't cleaning the toilet tanks. Or on the other hand, Kelly, if you flip it around and somebody says to you, oh, yeah, we get staining, or where do you notice it? In the toilet tank, that to me is a red flag like, okay, this is not your average customer. If they're inspecting their toilet <laughs> tanks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I had that brought yeah. up the other day. And I'm like, okay. Because yeah. it was city water. And we just yeah. put the socks in. And I'm like, you're going to have to clean it before you'll notice the difference. You're not going to get more buildup, but it's not going to clean out the buildup that's been there for years. Well, sometimes in the, they're getting. I'll just replace the toilet. Yeah, like, if, they, if they're getting staining sometimes in that toilet um, on city water, and that you know that's the only place they're getting it. This is kind of a sidebar. What could be causing that? It's pretty common. What would cause staining? Jump out the, the bacteria. No, on city water. City water, they've got rust stains in their toilet. Nowhere else, oh, just in their toilet. Well, it could be the, it could be their pipes. They have could be, up. could be, but they, but they're only getting it in their toilet. Any, any other ideas? A little pop quiz for you guys. I've run into this a few times. Maybe they've replaced the mechanicals. They put a. a a regular bolt, not a stainless steel bolt, but like a regular iron bolt or, or steel bolt back there. That um, will do it because when that thing starts rusting, yeah. it's and so they, you know, they've they put some sort of a bolt on or a screw on or a nut on back there, and it's rusting, and that's what's giving them the staining coming out of their toilet. So nowhere else. So if you see a stain in their toilet like that, and nowhere else, but so. I would, you know, I would definitely, yeah, you're right. Sometimes, I mean, I would admit I don't look in every the back of every toilet. It is that awkward question too, right? You know, how do you do that? But that goes back to being a professional. And, you know, that it's. I'm sure it's awkward for the doctor to ask you to drop your pants and bend over. You know, I'm sure that's awkward. But I bet there are a lot of doctors out there that don't enjoy that part of it and, and and uh, that find it a little awkward to to do it, but they do it because it's necessary to do the diagnosis, and it's it's you know important to you know it's it's relevant, and we let them do it because they're professional, because we know that they need that information, 
and we can't reach ourselves. <laughs> you know, so, and I can't get my best friend to do it for me. So, you know, got to be the doctor, I guess, right? Jen's not on the call right now to say, Kelly, you know, st- st- stop. just about <laughs> to act as Jen's surrogate and say, warning, <laughs> off the main highway. <laughs> were you? Were you? Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so uh, observation, right? The other thing that I, that in that clip that I played there, that Columbo does, that I really love is, and you guys, if you just go to YouTube and search for any Columbo clip, just, and just watch any of them. I mean, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. The other thing that he says there that I think is really good is, I wonder if you could help me with something. You know, I, I, there's something I, that's been puzzling me a little bit or something I'm a little confused about. And I love the way he does that. It's, so when I do my sales presentations, sometimes it's, you know, could you give me a hand with something or help me, help me understand something? There's, you know, that's another one that I like to use. Help me, if you could help me understand um, what are you guys, you know, what is the benefit that you're seeing in doing what you're doing? You know, if you're going to word it that way, you know, but that's the way Columbo does it. He's like, you know, um, I wonder if you could help me with something, you know, and uh, it, it's, the way he says that, you know, he doesn't say, tell me something. He says, I wonder if you could help me with something. It's that subtle. One of the phrases that I like to use that reminds me of that, I wonder if you could help me with something, is, you know, if you were to put a system in, would it be, do you think you would put in that one with the, with the Wi-Fi, or would it be our regular system without it? So, you know, Stacey, that was a shout-out to you. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you were to put in the system, would you do you think you would do both the drinking water system and the water softener or or one or the other? So if you were, is that very subtle, soft close that gives you a ton of information? Do you guys agree with that? That If you were. Mm -hmm. If you were to put in a softener, would you want it installed over here? Or over here, if you were to put in a reverse osmosis system, would you want it in the basement, or or on uh, or under the sink? If you were to put in a, a reverse osmosis system, would you want the faucet on the left or the right side? Those are those very. It's it's it allows them the opportunity to, to you know it's not it's not a danger statement, right? It's that it's that soft statement that still gives them control, right? Because you don't want to. You, you you want to ha- make sure that they feel empowered, that you're that the that they have the and this is the way Columbo does it right. With the, what makes Columbo so brilliant in these shows is that at all times the people that he's questioning feel like they have the power. They feel like they are still in control of the conversation. If you watch it, it's the writing in it is really brilliant. Um, they the 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 suspects in this case, they always, until the very last, until the very last moment, they always feel like they are in control of the conversation. And that's the way we should, you know, we, our customers should feel like they are in control. And the reality is our customers, ultimately it is still their decision, you know, and in most cases we're not going to at the very end go, okay, you have staining in your toilet. Gotcha. You murdered the dog. I don't know. (laughs) You're not like, we're not like, you know, that, but, it's like, aha, gotcha, you, now you're buying our system. You know, it's, but, but the concept, the method is the same. 
The questioning is the same. One of the things that, that Columbo does that I think is really worth watching is that he's about – the customers are – a lot of times, the scenes, in fact, the clip that I just showed there, they, she's walking. She's trying to get away. She's, like, trying to end the conversation. And he says, oh, just one more thing. Um, when you say – you know, so here's an example that I, that I love. And actually, I, Tom Hopkins, one of my favorite sales trainers, talks about this and the Colombo um, method as well, probably a lot more elegantly than I do and, and without references to – um, certain exams from doctors, but I've never heard Tom Hopkins talk about a doctor's exam. That's just something you can get from Tom Hopkins, but you do for motor vitality. Um, but one of the things that that uh, customers always do, and this is kind of a Colombo method, you know. Well, let me let me think about it, right? You know, let's let us think about it and and give us a call back. Okay, great. That's that's I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, what Colombo would do at that point is he'd pack up and he'd start to leave and he would turn around and he'd say, just one more thing. When you say you're going to think about it, what part, you know, I really do appreciate that you're, you're giving a lot of consideration to it that I appreciate that you're going to take the time to, you know, consider this, but what part about it are you going to consider most? You know, is it the, is it, you know, the, whether or not it would work for your family? Oh, no, 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 no. It would work great for my family. It's going to do great. Is it the, the quality of our service or the company? No, no, no. I think you guys are going to be amazing. That's going to be great. Is it the price? Well, yeah, it's a little high. You know, so the Colombo method would ask questions to narrow down and find out exactly what, they, what their hesitation was. You know, and then he could then work with that and go through that. So, um, but that's so. As as far as sales training goes, if you want to improve yourself in sales, my God, there's so many resources out there, right? I mean, there's tons of those sales trainers. But if you want to you want to get some sales training that doesn't feel like sales training, go find one episode. Doesn't matter which one. Paul, what would you recommend? You said you you have you've watched it a lot. What what what's your favorite? Which episode would you send people to to watch if they've never seen Columbo? Episode one hundred and twenty one. That one you get off the call. <laughs> what, what was that? Nope, nope. So I, I I guess Paul stepped away. So anyway, any anybody just go watch one episode. And uh, and you will uh, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Any, so I any saw other... the episode with Johnny Cash the other day. Oh, there is the, yeah. They, there were tons of cameos. In fact, that's that's pretty uh-huh. hilarious when you go back and you watch. There are um, I remember that one. That, but there there are tons of actors, not cameos. They're like actors that we recognize, but we go in there and we watch them, and they're like super young. We're like, is that? Is it, who is that? <laughs> and, and you're going, that person, that was, wow, that, that, that person's really super young. Um, yeah, tons of, they had tons of uh, what are now famous actors starting on, uh, starring in some of the early Columbo's, for sure. So Peter Falk, Miss Peter Falk, too. He was great. So um, anybody, any other final thoughts on this topic? Sometimes, guys, I, it's a stretch. I, I, I come up with topics, so I welcome you. If you have topics that you that you want to talk about, let me know. <laughs> so, so 
sometimes sometimes I'm not sure exactly where they want to get where they're going to go. I try to make them a little fun. So um, hopefully we got something out of this one. Anybody else have anything? Any final thoughts or comments? Thought it was a good topic. <laughs> good, thank you. Oh, you're so kind. Okay. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Everybody, uh, I think that will be it for today then. And everybody be safe. We will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks.